Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, here for another episode, the second episode of the Steelers podcast, The Steelers Burning Question. In these podcasts, it's where I take one question, which is typically being discussed amongst the Steelers faithful, uh, could be recently, could be over in the offseason, whatever the case may be, and I talk about whether or not I feel that this is actually true, false, or maybe just answer the question in general. For instance, last week in our debut episode, I said, what should the Steelers do with Antonio Brown? If you want to check that out, you can find that on our YouTube channel as well as on all our podcast platforms. But today, a little bit different topic. Today's question, the burning question is, is this Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl window closing? Say that one more time. Is the Pittsburgh, is the Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl window Closing. Now, before I go any further answering this question, in my own opinion, I think it's important that we try to figure out exactly what you would define as a Super Bowl window before we can say whether it's closing or not. This may sound ridiculous, but if you think about it, the AFC playoffs, NFC playoffs are certainly ongoing right now. Would you think that before the season, Indianapolis Colts fans would say that their Super Bowl window is wide open? I'd probably say no, because Andrew Luck hadn't played coming off that shoulder injury where he hadn't even thrown a football. They had a, a head coach in Frank Reich. He was really the, the secondary option after Josh McDaniels backed out of the deal. Uh, a defense that was completely left for dead, essentially. No one really gave them any respect. Um, a lot of rookies along the offensive line. In other words, not to go through their entire depth chart. I think that most people would say that they never had a Super Bowl window open heading into the season. Back in Pittsburgh Steelers history. And I say those teams of the 80s and of the early 90s. I'm thinking of teams, you know, that I grew up watching. Teams that were quarterbacked by Neil O'Donnell, who made it to a Super Bowl. Uh, quarterbacked by Cordell Stewart, who made it to several AFC championships. Heck, even Tommy Maddox. When he was the quarterback, would you consider those times, those quarterbacks, those teams to have Super Bowl windows that were open or were they closed? That's the question we have to answer. Now, for me, just so we're all on the same page, we're all on a level playing field. For me, I say that a Super Bowl window is officially open when you are a viable contender to win the Lombardi Trophy, period. The window would be closed if it would take a modern miracle for you to win a Lombardi trophy, for instance, things would have to go on your way. Players would have to extremely, it would have to play well above what they're expected to do to actually go out and win a championship. So that's my definition. You might differ, but I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page before I go any further talking about this Steelers team and whether their Super Bowl window is closing or whether it's going to remain open. For my First statement, 
I have to start and end it with number seven, Ben Roethlisberger. If the Steelers extend Ben Roethlisberger's contract, as they're reportedly going to do, as Lance Williams, my co-host who does the, yeah, I said that, he's going to be a little teaser for his upcoming show. He's going to say that maybe the Steelers shouldn't do that. But if they do that, and Ben Roethlisberger continues to play high-level football, I think as long as that's going on, the Steelers' window is at least a little open. It might not be gaping, but it's a little open, not shut entirely. How does Antonio Brown weigh into this? Well, certainly, if Antonio Brown's on the team, it's going to help their it's going to help their cause. It's going to make a case for them to be Super Bowl contenders every time they take the field, even if they are extremely underachieving as they were in 2018. So, there's a lot of other questions though. Ben Roethlisberger's key because we don't know anything about when well, we know a little bit about Joshua Dobbs. Mason Rudolph, third-round draft pick, I mean, people think that he could be the future, but we don't know that. We've only seen him in the preseason. He was very rough around the edges, as expected. Had never even taken snaps under center since high school. I digress. I look around the line. I look around the positions on the Steelers' current roster. Offensively, defense. I look at the offensive line. Yeah, that's getting a little older, a little long in the tooth. They've got some backups ready to go, though. I mean, you look at B.J. Finney. Chooks core for Gerald Hawkins, if he can get healthy. You've got Matt Filer. I mean, they're going to need to probably spend some draft picks on some linemen in the, in the near future. But ultimately, I actually don't mind their depth. Uh, losing a coach like Mike Munchak would hurt, but at the same time, they've proven that they can restock the well, so to speak. Running back, very young. you got Jalen Samuels, James Conner. That's the future of the position for at least the next three to four years. So that's pretty good. Wide receiver, I know I just talked about Antonio Brown, but James Washington, don't know what he's going to turn into yet. Juju Smith-Schuster is now a proven commodity. They're going to have to draft some receivers. Tight end, Vance McDonald, He's he seems to be as advertised, unlike his first year in Pittsburgh, which was very injury-prone. And, you know, you're going to have some question marks on any team every year, but I think the Steelers are okay on offense, even in the future. Then you go to defense. The defensive line is stout with Cameron Hayward, Stefan Tua, Jalen Hargrave, all under, they're pretty much, I mean, Cam Hayward's probably, the, he's the oldest of the three, but he's not old by any stretch of the imagination. Linebackers are young. They're going to have to fill some holes at inside linebacker, obviously. Safeties are young. Cornerback Joe Hayden, obviously already burns. Yeah, not so sure. What I'm trying to say here is that although some people want to say, well, you know what? The window's closing. It all really hinges on on Ben Roethlisberger. Because even though Ben Roethlisberger had a very good statistical season this year, his one statistic that hurt him were interceptions. So if you're like me, you might watch this and say, well, yeah, I mean, he threw for 5,000 yards, led the league in touchdown, or you know, has set a new team record for a touchdown uh, passes. But at the same time, he also had ridiculous interception numbers. So if I'm if I'm a, a, a just looking at it strictly from a fan perspective, I ask myself, could Mason Rudolph, with a few years under his belt, go in and do not as much statistically, but the same? I have to think yes. 
He is a proven thrower of the football. And let's be honest, Roethlisberger threw a ton of picks this year. So even if a younger quarterback, whether it's Dobbs or Rudolph, were to go in and be a little careless with the football or make some mistakes, it's nothing this team isn't already accustomed to. Now, I hope that Roethlisberger can bounce back next season, have a good statistical season, including not throwing as many interceptions. But at the same time, I ask myself, these numbers that he's putting up are not really necessary to success. The 5,000 yards did not even get them to the playoffs, let alone a deep run into the postseason. They need to run the ball more. That's been established. And we've talked about that on every single podcast we have here ad nauseum, that they need to be more balanced. They shouldn't be so pass heavy. And so if Antonio Brown left via trade, maybe, Ben Roethlisberger retires. Well, who's your proven commodity on offense then? The running backs. And you do have Juju. Well, you have Juju out there as a wideout. But at the same time, James Conner is going to be your cash cow. And they're going to use him as such. And they're going to run him. Might be a good thing for this team. Here's my point. I think the Steelers have done a tremendous job. And it hasn't gotten a ton of publicity of restocking the well as they go. When you think about the positions where are that are most concerning, quarterback is one of them, offensive line is the other. You look on defense, I think really with quarterback, we just don't know the depth. With cornerback, I mean, Artie Burns not panning out. Let's assume he doesn't pan out. I think that's a safe bet at this point. If he doesn't pan out, that's a huge miss in the draft as the number one draft pick, and that's going to set the position back. Other than that, I mean... Inside linebacker, since Shazier got hurt, is, is a clear need. We're talking only a few positions here. So let's bring this full circle. Let's come all the way back to the start. Is the Steelers' Super Bowl window closing? It may be closing a little bit, but it, I don't think it's shut at, in any way, shape, or form. And Steeler fans are pissed off right now. I get it. I get it. You're angry. You're angry because... The team that you thought was fully capable of winning a Super Bowl in 2018 didn't even make the postseason. You're angry because they were 7-2-1 and one at one point after 10 games, and they didn't even make the postseason, finishing with a 9-6-1 record. You have every right to be upset, but at the same time, let's not forget some of the basics of looking at the future of a football team. And that's looking at the depth, looking at how the team is drafted. And I think that this Steelers team... While they might not be the, you know, everyone's looking at Vegas odds. They're looking at who people consider to be the AFC top dog in the preseason and is being talked about in the media. They might not be that team without a guy like Ben Roethlisberger or Antonio Brown, but that does not mean they cannot go out. They can't win football games and they can't make the playoffs and make a run. Uh, we've seen it before. I mentioned those quarterbacks in, in Steelers history that have done it. There's more than I named. Although Ben Roethlisberger is a tremendous talent and is a franchise quarterback and the best quarterback in Steelers history, in my opinion. But at the same time, I think the Steelers are slowly preparing themselves for life after Roethlisberger. That's a good thing. So for me, it might be closing a little bit, but it's not shut. And I don't see it being shut for a few years, folks. This team's going to remain competitive. Um, they've shown that under Mike Tomlin, they're going to do that. They might not always be in, you know, a Super Bowl contender, but to me, uh, the Super Bowl window is: could you win a Super Bowl? 
and I think the Steelers could win the Super Bowl. There might be some lulls when Roethlisberger retires, but I think they'll bounce back quickly, and I think that's one of the benefits of being a Steelers fan is that this team, this organization, from Art Rooney II to Kevin Colbert to Mike Tomlin all the way down to the players, they do a really good job of constantly keeping the talent moving through the organization. No more do we see those Bill Cowher years where it was just really, really dead. I mean, think about in 2003, that was the year that uh, the, the, the Cowher, I want to say that the final record was 6-10, and 10, and that led to their pick of Ben Roethlisberger. And they don't have those years very much anymore because it's, just, it's more of a level playing field. They're doing a great job of restocking the well, so keep that in the back of your mind. So I don't think it's closed. It might be closing a little bit, but that doesn't mean that it's shut completely. So Steeler fans are really angry right now, and a lot of times that can lead you to look at things in a very negative light. Sometimes you can't always do that. You have to look at it from more of a realistic standpoint, and I see that as a chance for the Steelers to prove that they can continue to win even without some of these key names. But the hope is that these key names are going to be back. That includes Antonio Brown, because when you have Ben, A.B., Juju, James Conner, and that offense... When they're healthy, and now you think about in the future, you could have more. You're gonna have more salary cap space with the 14.5 million dollars that Le'Veon Bell left behind. You're gonna have an increase in the salary cap in general. They might actually be able to go out and get some defensive players in free agency, and then they get a couple draft picks. I personally feel this team's only a few players away. You might laugh at me and say that I'm a homer, and that's fine. It's not the first time I've been called that, but ultimately, I feel like that this team is just a few players away from being a Super Bowl champion. Will they get it done? Well, 2018 proved a lot. But at the same time, that doesn't mean on paper they aren't capable of getting it done. So what do you do at this point? If you're watching live on YouTube, go into the YouTube comments once this, article, once this is posted and I finish, and let us know what do you think. you think the Super Bowl window is closing, or do you think that it's still open? If you're watching or listening on audio form, or maybe you're listening or watching, on the article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Make sure you also check out the, the comment section below the article and let us know what you think. Is it still open? Is it slammed shut? Does it all depend on number seven? Does it depend on Mike Tomlin? Let us know what you think. It's a little community we have. We want to make sure you are able to voice your opinion. And lastly, make sure that you're checking us out on all of our podcast platforms here on YouTube. Search BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe, like. We appreciate all the support there. On BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, you'll be able to find all the articles with the links. But if you don't, just go to our audio platforms on Art19, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're everywhere. If you search Steelers, you'll find us. And make sure you do that because that's where you're going to find Lance Williams. Yeah, I said that. Um, we'll be back. Um, you'll find the, the Steelers Hangover Show. We'll be there. Um, and then obviously on YouTube, we'll also have my show. Uh, we'll have the Steelers preview and the standard as the standard. So five audio platforms. Oh my gosh, it's a lot of stuff, a lot of content. And make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Is the Steelers window for the Super Bowl closing? That's the Steelers burning question this week. I say not closed yet. It might not be closed for a long time. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 
Hi, I'm Karis Fisher. I want to tell you about another podcast you should check out. It's called Recode Decode. Every week I talk to tech and media's key players about how they're changing our world. I interview tech executives like Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, political figures like Hillary Clinton, and media personalities like John Carreyou, who literally wrote the book on Theranos. Once again, the name of the show is Recode Decode, hosted by me, Kara Swisher. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. See you there.